Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey there, Big Orange fans. Welcome to Tennessee Fan Talks with myself, Brandon Bird, and as always, the Duke. Here to bring you everything you need from this past week's game, along with a little comedy from uh, some of those. We won't mention any names. We want to thank the ongoing support from all of you fans. We've really seen a drastic increase in the views here on the live stream. We want to thank you for that. If you want to help a little further, make sure to look down there below the box. If you're watching on YouTube, click that subscribe button. Hit the bell if you want to be notified, as well as uh, on uh, other platforms. Make sure that you subscribe. Speaking of other platforms, if you're not into the video or you know someone who is not into videos, share that we this goes out as a podcast right after we get done with the live stream. Do a little bit of editing. Send it out on every platform so you can listen on your platform. We are there. Just look up Tennessee Fan Talk. If you want to help out a little bit more, check the link in the description below to our show support. Every little donation goes a long way in the cost of putting together this show. So we thank you for everything that you do. We thank you for what you're going to do. And now let's bring everybody in and get on with the show. Let's go Vols. And tonight, let's uh, talk about, we've got Adam, uh, or as we call him, Joey Flopwater 2009, <laughs> joining back in for the third week, and our special guest, as you may have saw, Mr. Casey Patrick. Casey's a big ball fan, high school coach, sports reporter, you name it, he does it. Check out his uh, podcast, the Offensive Line Podcast, wherever you get yours at. Guys. Everyone enjoy yesterday? Could have been worse. Could have been worse. <laughs> Could have been worse. Wait. I enjoyed watching. Flopwater is down there uh, getting ready for Halloween. We see who he's who he's impersonating. He's just week by week getting closer and closer. Uh, next week, m- maybe a little bit of makeup to finish it up. We're getting close. We're getting close, boys. The glued golf ball. Something. You need to put a burning couch in the back of your truck. Drive around <laughs> Murfreesboro. I got. A, I've got a few ideas. We're going to work on. That'll be nice. So, uh, Nick, is next Sunday Halloween? It is. We we may have to change the time uh, on the show next week. Go a little earlier. 
Or every time somebody says we got to pick a word, we just have to shotgun a beer. Or we got to chug a beer, you know, bong a beer or something like that. We could do that. Natural light, yeah, it'd be all right going to work Monday hungover. Oh, Lord. Natty light. You could choose something else. You don't have to drink that. If it ain't natural, don't force it. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Oh. That's my favorite. I'm 33 years old. Natural light is my favorite. Oh. Mm. Dude. I think that's what I was uh, drinking when I woke up from that bender and had that Florida Atlantic job. (laughs) 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 I love it. That's great. Tonight's rundown will go over a few things, starting off with Pruitt and his attempt to blackmail the university for his misfortunes, uh, as he is now just an analyst in the NFL. Uh, after that, we'll go through the uh, Vols game, uh, breakdown, score, stats, all that jazz, what the Vols need to do moving forward. And, of course, they have an off week next week, as well as uh, a big portion of the SEC. We'll go over our last week's picks and um, how the Duke did finally on some of his uh, uh, calls that most people don't go for. He finally hit them, and multiple. And then, of course, next week's picks will go really quickly considering there's only four games <laughs> in the SEC. Right, because we don't give a crap about no, nothing else. else. Nothing else really matters. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. All right, guys. So everyone, uh, everyone, of course, has heard that Jeremy Pruitt is trying to go after his twelve million dollars. He knows that if he, you know, tr- well, he thought that if he tried, that uh, you know, the school would at least give him something. He thought he'd walk away with a couple more million bucks uh, in his pocket uh, when you know he was terminated with cause. And I'm not saying that. Um that no one knew about it, right, or that it was just him and just his inner staff. I'm sure someone else knew about it. But for his future career, is it a smart move? And should Tennessee pay up? And and with his remarks, Fulmer has come out and, you know, said, no, you're not going to get it. This was on you. This was all you. And then Rick Barnes has stepped up and it's like, guys, quit – Quit throwing us under the bus for something that you did, Casey. What do you think about that? I'm, uh, I, I honestly, I, I'll go to war with with Rick Barnes. I, I don't really care what anybody else says. If if Rick says something, I'll take it as the truth. Um, I, I think that Jeremy's just he's kind of talking out of the side of his neck right now because he knows how poorly he was as a coach at Tennessee, and, and he probably wants to get back to where he can be another uh, like a head coach somewhere. But he did so poorly, it's going to be hard for him to get a job. So he sees an opportunity to try and make some money. Uh, I, I have no idea how this is going to work out. There's a lot of legality stuff that's over my head. I'm not even going to try and act like I know about it. But um, if Jeremy Pruitt wants to start a war with Rick Barnes, uh, I, I, I will fight that dude. I, legitimately. <laughs> I, I'm not going to deal with this shit. Not with the Deacon, no, sir. I Jeremy Pruitt wants to go to war. I Duke. Uh, the way I look at it is, for one, I mean, maybe a little devil's advocate. It's twelve million, so I do whatever it takes to try to get it too. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm not taking I'm not taking sides with him whatsoever. But I'm just saying, hey, twelve million. I do I do a lot of things for twelve million dollars. When you leave out, and you're Bad in a worse things. when you're in a worse position than like Butch Jones, right? He had to leave yeah. and, and go get Saban's coffee for a year. Yeah, and I mean, but, the proof's in the pudding, though, right? <laughs> I mean, obviously, he didn't deserve to be the coach. 
Also, another famous coach that coached at the uh, custom co- coached the Mud Dogs said, it, "What Mama don't know won't hurt her." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So somebody, I mean, a lot of people probably knew but didn't know. You really like or, Waterboy. <laughs> Hey, it's one of the, it's one of the best movies ever. They ever they ever catch that girl that broke out the two and blacked your eye. But no, I mean I I don't know the legality stuff to it either. I mean, obviously, I feel like the University of Tennessee probably has more resources to get better lawyers. I don't yeah. think if if they knew that they did something wrong, a hundred percent they would settle outside of court. Yeah. They're ready to go, you know, tooth and nail with this guy. So I'm not too worried about it. And as someone who is, uh, you know, your mentor, Mr. Flopwater, has, uh, you know, bounced around from place to place, does he, uh, does Tennessee cave into him or? I can tell you a few things about cheating at the university level. Um, <laughs> it's not a good look. It's not a good look in all seriousness. Um, you know, they, I think it's going to end up one of those things where, you know, it, it's going to be a game of chicken. And we'll see, you know, like you, you alluded to, who's got the bigger uh, law law team retained, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, it's um, a poor attempt to stay relevant and kind of built the university out of, you know, we're known to pay people after that they don't work here anymore. So why not try it? Well, I, I think I think there's one other thing too. I wonder what that buyout price would be. Like if it's if it's two million to get him to shut up and go away, that, fine, go ahead, throw it at him. I mean, I, I I don't really think that bothers Tennessee. But if he if he really thinks he's going to get the whole twelve million at this point, it's about principal for me. And twelve million is a lot of money. If if he did if he's full of crap. And, you know, like let's let's run it. Let's see what you got, homie. Like let's let's go to court. As far as we I'm concerned, we can't get no further down anyway. So come no, on. I mean really, <laughs> I, I know how I know what I think about Tennessee, and I don't really care what nobody else thinks about Tennessee. Yeah. You got all these other national writers that say whatever they want to say. I I mean, really, what else can they write? I, I'll just laugh at it or not read it. You know. Mm-hmm. Did you see? Uh, during the Ole Miss game, I love the the little reel that ESPN put up where they showed Fulmer, you know, driving the nice boat, and they're like, "Hey, they pulled around some bums afterwards." Did you see that? And it, it, pulling out uh, Kiffin and then Dooley and then Butch and then Prue, and then they then they show uh, Heupel in the speedboat. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, the one of the things that I do like that the writers have said is. Um, you know, it's finally a positive culture again, and that uh, that's worth that's worth paying him and keeping him just for that. I didn't see that segment. I was busy dodging <laughs> approach shots from the upper deck, but um, yeah, every you can tell the the narrative around the country is that Tennessee is vastly improved. It was great to hear that. Uh, spoken into existence there uh, on the telecast the other night. People are starting to pick up on what we have seen for a couple of weeks as you know, true Vol fans that follow it daily. Um, so yeah, I was impressed with the with the effort last night. Um, definitely got a few things to say about where we're at, why we're at, where we're at, why you know, pretty much how many how we talked last week that it was going to be a a closer game than it ended up being. And, boy, we couldn't have been more right. Uh, you know, on down down a touchdown with the ball in the fourth quarter with Alabama is a great place to be. Yeah. Yes, it is. 
And with that, we'll move right into the breakdown here. In case y'all didn't know, uh, Tennessee did win, um, I think it was 52-0 to in rugby on Saturday as well. I didn't I even know they had that. Was it the hell out of them. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be in a real rugby, right? So, uh, uh, hey – if we could beat them at something that's a, a little bit more uh, physical without as much protection um, with being you rugby. Think, you think we could beat them in a spelling bee? <laughs> Absolutely. Anything <laughs> over four letters, that's us. Shoot. That is great. Oh, so, of course, Hendon Hooker goes 19 for 28, 282 yards, three touchdowns by Hooker, but that interception – Interception hurt, right? Uh, Young was 31 for 43, 371 yards, and two touchdowns. What really, you know, this stems back several weeks where we've talked about if you have the high-power offense, you have to score, right? Your defense is going to get tired. Your offense is not working it out. The possession, Alabama had the ball for over 40 minutes. Tennessee had the ball under 20 uh, Tennessee with only 10 first downs the entire game with Alabama having 33. Another one of those situations where we just can't stop people on third down. Casey, I'll let you start it out. I, I mean, honestly, I, I think I think there's a really large picture here that maybe a lot of people are missing. Uh, Tennessee's kind of like an island of misfit toys. Uh, you know, most of the kids that we got that are playing, are, uh, they weren't wanted where they were at. I mean, Tyon Evans was at junior college, and uh, Hendon Hooker, they, they took him out of the starting role at Virginia Tech. And, uh, you know, other than Darnell Wright and, you know, a few of those kids that, that actually stayed after getting recruited by some past regimes, uh, a lot of the kids at Tennessee and seven, I think it's 71 scholarship athletes, uh, you're talking about you're talking about really low depth. Uh, and um, I, I kind of went into it. It, it – it didn't happen how I, the, the Alabama game didn't really happen how I expected it to because I actually felt like um, we we played a lot better than uh, I felt like we were going to, uh, which is a testament to a testament to the, these coaches and yes. Rodney Garner up front. The defensive line's been absolutely nuts. They're like first in the SEC in tackles for loss. I think third or fourth in in the FBS in tackles for loss. And that's nuts. Yep, and and for in, in the backfield, yeah, every every single oh, yeah. play they are applying pressure with just three. You know, they in the kitchen. They in the kitchen. They are. Yeah, and and I saw somebody tweeted this out. I don't I don't know who said it. Uh, I, I don't want to take credit for it, but somebody said, "Hey, once we get the horses, we'll be in a race with anybody." And and I believe that one hundred percent. And I like the kids we got. I, I think I think the kids that we do have are playing spectacular football. The problem is after you get past them, there's just really not a lot. And they got they did get tired. Uh, they they did get worn out. Same thing kind of happened against Florida. Um, I, I but I feel like if I know football is a sixty minute game, but for thirty to forty five minutes, we can play with anybody in the country. Now this Georgia game coming up, I'll I, I'll be there in Knoxville, but I want to see. I really want to see how that works out because that is the best defense I've seen in a long time. So I kind of want to see how the offense, our Tennessee offense, will play against it. Um, but I think so far against anybody we've played that uh, for the first half, first three quarters, I mean, we we can play with any of them. Has Georgia faced a team with a up tempo offense yet? I don't think they have. 
Not one like ours. So I mean, they they might have played an up tempo offense, but you talking about no, like yeah, salt and pepper offense. We got right. hot sauce, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's good as long as they score and the they cannot have twelve penalties for almost a hundred yards. That offensive line was just penalty after penalty after penalty. So they got to clean that part of it up. It happened at the oh, most inopportune, you know, inopportune times as well. I know there was like two false starts where I couldn't even find who moved. I, yeah. I saw that too. No. Yeah. Now, and and I, I'm not – listen, I understand that the officials uh, – you can make the argument that it's going to be crap for us for the rest of my life. I, I'm over that. I'm not even going to allow myself to get worked up over it. I'm legitimately not. I don't care what the officials do forever. I like the way we're playing football, and I'm going to be happy about that. But – there, there were several times on Saturday night where it was kind of like, you know, it's kind of hard to beat one of the best teams in the country when they have three or four more people on the field that aren't wearing their jersey that are letting them get their way. <laughs> A question online is, has Joe Milton entered the transfer portal yet? <laughs> and it would probably be wise for him to do so. He probably needs to try out for the shot put or something for the Olympic team. <laughs> he does have, I mean, the power that he has. Oh, I wish Tony Vitello had a Twitter because I tag him. I tell him, put him on a mound. Let's see what the kid can do. I bet he throws 95. I swear to God. Yeah. I swear to God, I bet he throws 95 at least. 110, 110 on the crow hop from the outfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if he can turn on a fastball, we'll put that kid out there. I don't care. Hey, I mean, let's figure out what he's got. They, they always t- they can teach spots. They can't teach speed. They can teach spots. Oh, the kid's got talent. He, he's he's stupid, Bill. I mean, it's it's just you know sometimes his brain's not really moving like it needs to, and he makes bad decisions. And when he does make the right decision, he overthrows people or whatever. I but the 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 physical talent is is obviously there. I think we all agree on that. Right. He just ain't been able to really put it together. Stone hands, mm-hmm. flop water. Let me hear. Third down efficiency for this game, two for twelve. What can Tennessee yeah. do? And, and we'll this will kind of segment into moving forward. Is what can Tennessee do? First off, they've got to have a healthy offensive line, right? They they've got to get. Uh, they kept saying that Cade Mays was not in the game. What, was Cooper back? Okay, so Cooper yes. Cooper was back. Cade was not. As as much as a lot of people did not like Cade coming back up, I think he has gotten a lot better uh, from his trip up to Georgia to now. He has gained a lot and has done well and, and has spent on his own dime training in the offseason. And uh, so, getting, of course, getting offensive line back is going to be a major thing. What else do the Vols need to be working on other than health? It's tough to watch us get – eight or nine yards on a first down and then get stopped for a yard the next two plays or uh, these phantom false starts. Um, again, I, I, I echo the sentiments. I'm used to not getting those calls for years. Um, there's a lot of money in these top matchups coming out of the SEC. Bama is Sankey's baby. You know, horrible miss on the uh, targeting against uh, Hendon Hooker. I mean, if that had been one of our guys, we'd be, you know, ejected before we left our feet and suspended for four more games in next year's bowl game. So <laughs> missing stuff like that gets a little frustrating. We can't beat everybody. Uh, but, you know, one thing that, that is it's kind of interesting, Bama did to us what we 
hope to be doing to people very soon. They ran 90 plays on us, and they flat exhausted us. Um, their Jimmys and Joes are better than ours, and you know, eventually those 71, uh, that discrepancy with 71 scholarship athletes is going to show up against the top program in the nation and any of the other top programs in the nation. But you know, some of the play calling when we're talking about third and one, um, I have bought into the hype. I, I like hype, but I wonder. You know, some of these situations, uh, if, is he getting his feet uh, fresh water in the big game situation? That, I, was just, I was just fixing to ask you that and, and go, is it too simple? Is a more schematic thing like what Jim Chaney brings to the table something that would work a little bit better for, for this team and showing them different looks and being able, like you just said, going eight and a half, nine yards and still getting put out and having to punt? Something's wrong. There needs to be a change made. I'd have to think yeah. some of it has to do with talent, too. We just maybe not have the talent to run anything more exotic than what, what we have. That's my uh, – just, just Garantano's gone, so we, <laughs> we we can do something else. Thank God, blown? too. Where'd that bone go? I oh. couldn't even fix that, kid. Uh, Villanueva, <laughs> uh, Washington State, I think, is Washington, where he's at. It is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. He I, threw his first touchdown pass of the year to the other team for a pick. <laughs> yes, six, he did. Yes, he did. I, I will say, as far as like uh, on, if it's second and one, and you run two inside zone run plays, and you don't get first down, that that kind of speaks volumes to what we've got as far as offensive line. Whether they're whether they're either not talented enough or they're not healthy. Something's obviously needs to be fixed up there, but I I spoke with a coach here uh, here in town where I cover sports. Uh, he's an offensive minded guy. Um, he's not a Tennessee fan, so he's not biased at all. And and I asked him about I asked him what he thought about Tennessee's offense, and he said that it's amazingly simple. It, 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 he's not outsmarting people. He's just going faster than the other person, yes. and that's what it is. That's what it is for him. It's not about trying to outsmart the other person. He's he's not playing chess. He's playing checkers, but his pieces move so fast that he catches people out of out of the place. And if Alabama or since Alabama had a lot of opportunities to actually get caught up on that second or third down play, they were able to get to the gaps and they were able to make those tackles. Uh, whereas, it, I mean, if Tennessee just goes faster and you catch them out of you know out of their spot, then you can usually get that yardage. If Heupel doesn't catch the other team, uh, if if he doesn't catch them with speed, then what he's doing on offense is not any different than anybody else. I mean, he's he's not reinventing the wheel. He's just trying to make it roll faster. And I've said that plenty times. Uh, so he he has to go fast in order to beat other teams. Now, and that's right now. Now, after you do get to Jimmy's and Joe's, like I was talking about. He's. It's not gonna. I at that point, I don't know if he has to go fast anymore. You get the kind of talent that Tennessee can pull in in the SEC. You can run as slow or as fast as you want to. Now, if you run this high octane offense as fast as to go with top tier talent, you're going to talk about stupid numbers that are going to be put up. I think that uh, we definitely missed some opportunities on the run pass option. Um, <laughs> you know, pr- probably not making the, the right read there um, at the at the point of attack. Uh, two different plays that I can think of off you know the top of my head where it was very clear that yeah you should have kept it there. But gave mm-hmm. me actually an opportunity to coach the wife a little bit about what we're actually looking at in the sixty yeah. foot you know in the screen here. 
Um, but it very, very obvious that he, and, and you know, I had to explain to her, you know what, in those situations, you don't know what their coach, he may be told, I don't care if there is 3000 yards of green pastures in front of you, you don't, don't hand it off. We got guy or don't keep it. I'm sorry. Hand it off. Doesn't matter what's going on because I think we all know that we're not at hundred percent right now just mm-hmm. because, um, you know, Joe or, uh, Henning got back in the game. Tyon Ty Evans, he did not look very strong either. No, he didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the offensive line, obviously, is patchwork right now. So they gave heart, man. A lot of heart out there. I'm not one for moral victories, but it was fun to watch again, yep. and I'm excited. I'm I'm with my man. I'll, I'll be in uh, Georgia as well, uh, Knoxville for Georgia as well, and, and I hope it's the atmosphere we brought for Ole Miss. I'm excited. It, it was exciting, especially uh, to give uh, take the lead in the first quarter, first time in six years that Tennessee has done that against Alabama. So that's that's fantastic. Moving forward, of course, we have a bye week coming up, and then we travel to Kentucky and face the uh, see now the six and one Kentucky Wildcats. Never ever thought that I would say that. Uh, mm. Second in the SEC East, just under Georgia. Uh, how do we handle Kentucky? Wait till wow. basketball season. <laughs> that, there we go. Which is that's coming up. With, uh, right I didn't. Put, I didn't put that on the rundown, but that's like what eleven uh, in two weeks. Is it two weeks? It's close. It's coming up. I know that but Kentucky I, and Duke play the ninth. Yep, I, I think you're right on that one. Uh, but but I'm I'm gonna say one thing real quick about is is about this Kentucky game. The same thing I said on one of my other podcasts. Um, I personally, before the Alabama game, I was afraid that Hendon and Cade and Ty weren't really 100, percent so I didn't want to hurt them more. I, I was cool with sitting those dudes playing all backup and freshmen and getting them some playing time and whatever. It didn't bother me at all and getting ready for Kentucky because I'd love to ruin their party. I, I would absolutely love because, you know, they're they're on top of the world. They thought they were going to beat Georgia. They got their we want Bama signs. And if we if we can go up there and ruin that ranking they got, I, I that would that would make that would make my day because I hate I hate Kentucky so much that they, they've been uh, even in basketball. Nobody's beat Kentucky more than Tennessee. There are little brothers when it comes to football. It <laughs> honestly, honestly, beating them would be would be fantastic because they don't they don't think they're supposed to lose right now. And, and if you l- look at their games, of course, ULM will just scratch that off. But Mizzou was thirty five twenty eight. UTC they only won by five. South Carolina they only won by six. You know these are close games to not that great opponents. You know, mm-hmm. and so I think Tennessee could take care of business, especially having a week off. To get a little better, Duke shaking his head. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. What, what do you What do you have? I mean, I don't think they're going to win, but I completely agree. A Tennessee's least favorite, a Tennessee's fan least favorite teams, in my humble opinion, go in this order: Alabama, Kentucky, Florida. That's how I I hate Kentucky. I hope we also school a party or, or spoil their party. I was born in 1988. I think they've only beat beat, them, beat us twice in my lifetime. Um, I don't think they beat us this year. I think it's competitive, but I don't think we can handle their defense. Their offense is not the best either. But I mean, we're just beat. We're, we're banged up. We're we're thin. Um, even if we are, you know, come back healthier, I still don't think we beat Kentucky. Um, they're by far the second best team in the SEC East this year. Um, 
Uh, I mean, a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while, right? I mean, I don't expect this to the the like to, to hold this for years to come. They got lucky. Maybe we beat them. I hope we do. But I don't see it happening. I think we beat them with the pressure that we can apply in the backfield. I think we get a, you know a defensive score or two. Uh, we we repay to them what they did to us a year or two ago, and uh, and take bring a, back the beer barrel. Take a <laughs> take a couple to the house. Bring back the beer barrel. Big picture that Kentucky probably needs to pump the brakes a little bit. Um, I'm old enough to remember when the Washington Huskies thought that we want Bama too, and they did not want Bama. <laughs> After that Kentucky After that game, Kentucky of course, game, we, uh, we uh, have Georgia. Have Georgia. Mm. That might be a closer game than what people think, too, because their offense stinks as well. I don't think that's a close game. I think it's 100% what Grayson Bennett does. Yeah. I, I, because, I, honestly, their defense is going to – it's going to kind of look like what Alabama was able to do to ours. I hope I hope Tennessee gets a couple of those big shot plays like they did against Bama, against Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and 24 points against Georgia, which is a tall task considering their defense has allowed like three offensive touchdowns this year. Mm-hmm. But 24 points against Georgia, going up against – that I mean that offense, Grayson Bennett, he's like five foot seven. He can barely see over the offensive line. I'm serious. It would create a little bit of pressure for a kid that is a he is a walk on quarterback. I, I think if you can create pressure, and, and I mean, hopefully they don't have JT Daniel back because that dude that dude does scare me. If if Georgia has JT Daniels and he plays well, that's the national championship right there, national champion. And I, I don't know if it's close because Bama's not as good as they think they are. A couple little comments coming in online, and 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 it is he he meant to say Stetson Bennett, not Grayson. We hear you. Who is Grayson? Did I I say Grayson? Yeah, Yeah, I mean Stetson. I don't even know who Grayson Bennett is. It's his alter ego because you know Bird is also short. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's his taller. (laughs) It's his taller ego. (laughs) Y'all need research better. Yeah. And you need grammar better. <laughs> My bad. I got a name wrong. I know a Grayson Bennett. I don't even know who that is. I'm going to look it up. Hey, any quarterback right now that can run past the line of scrimmage against us should do well. Yeah. Yep. Which is anybody. <laughs> Said it a couple of weeks ago, and it's tough to watch. It is. It is. We'll move on into last week's pick results of uh, first game here. The Arkansas against Arkansas Pine Bluff. Brad called a thirty-five to three game. He was bound and determined to to win the uh, only field goal battle, <laughs> and and he got it. We all three picked Arkansas last week, and of course, that was easy enough. The Ole Miss LSU game. Uh, Brad, you actually picked LSU to win that game, and I, and I know why. I know. I know why. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know why. But, but significant other Louisiana, you know, yeah, blah blah blah. Not a chance. Not a chance. Uh, Mississippi State, you picked Mississippi State thirty-five to six. Yet another, yet another spot on. You're you are pulling away from me now when it comes to that. Um, we all uh, we all three picked Alabama, of course. Uh, you know. They're heading towards the end. If it wasn't for some of that last-minute play, um, it it was a lot closer than than um, what we had stated. And then, of course, South Carolina, Texas A&M. We all three picked Texas A&M. 
Uh, and you again went with a went with a field goal. You said forty two three. South Carolina's a little bit better than that. Uh, Are they though? But not, I mean, hey, Adam said thirty eight to zero. So, <laughs> so I'll just take that because y'all were just so off. Even though uh, what do we say? We pay the prices right rules and close uh, the actual price without going over. <laughs> not was over a little bit. That was easy. I love the the weeks where there's four or five games. <laughs> you could just roll through them, roll through them. I uh, real quick, I figured out who Grayson Bennett is. That's a kid on a roster, one of the teams I cover. That's why I got the name <laughs> wrong, and I think that's fair. I think that's fair. If you're covering right, and it's I mean that you're constantly that. saying, yeah. you, know, you know what my my memo used to always say that I nobody likes anybody that corrects them. That's what my memo my memo used to say. Nobody likes nobody you, that like, that corrects people. Nobody likes people like that. I knew I knew that name from somewhere, and I could not figure it out. It was about to piss me off. That's why I had to look, I had to look it up. I went back through my work files. I figured it out. Next week, of course, Tennessee gets a break along with a lot of other teams. We only have four games being played for week nine. And we'll go through real quick and grab these guys. Uh, let me write let me write down, get some columns here. Okay, first game, Missouri traveling to Vanderbilt. This is another one of your uh, toilet bowls there, Adam. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Brad, not to steal your thunder and what your your slogan is, but you never pick Vanderbilt, right? No, you never pick Vanderbilt. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go 35-6. You're also still you're still my thunder that way, but okay, go ahead. You go around the room. Go around the room. It's you. Go ahead, Duke. You said 35-6, right? I no, did. it's, it's, it's uh, Missouri's going to win 42-3. <laughs> Flop water. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I wanted six and three. Uh how how about uh thirty-one to zip? Ooh. Mizzou. Hey, yeah, that's that's Mr. Zero down there, Mr. Flopwater. <laughs> and Casey. Uh yeah no I'll take uh, I'll take Missouri to win I'll take uh, I like the thirty one number two but I give you that one but I'll take thirty four thirteen I bet Vanderbilt gets a touchdown because that defense sucks they do that, they, they, they do bad I'm hoping at least a high school game breaks out at that that weekend uh, this weekend during that game you can probably get tickets for a couple bucks you had to pay me to go. <laughs> be like Kansas just walk in yeah, at halftime yeah, pull, pull the Kansas move oh gates are open <laughs> next game number one Georgia this is the CBS 230 uh, Central game uh, <laughs> thank you for that the um, they're in Gainesville Florida hosting that one that one's actually going to be. I mean, I can see why that one's the CBS game. It, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's the world's largest cocktail party. I you wish know. they still played it in Jacksonville, though. Someone needs to play in Jacksonville. Oh, I mean, Urban <laughs> Meyer probably could. He could make it happen. I would, but I, they used to play it in Jacksonville. I liked it when they played it there better. It was more of a better atmosphere. They're not trying to have so many co eds there while Urban's still in town, you know, oh. and publicity. <laughs> Got him. But who am I to say anything about co-eds, right? That's a, hey, uh, that's okay. To, to each their own. 
We'll run it around the other way. Start off with Casey first. Who you got on the Georgia-Florida game? I think Georgia beats crap out of them. I was sitting here thinking Florida, maybe the quarterback difference might come into play, but I don't think it really matters at that point. Uh, but I don't think Georgia scores a whole lot. But I'll take 27-10, uh, Georgia over Florida. I could see something like that. Mr. Flopwater. I guess I'll go 27-13. That's, that's exactly what I had, so – Solid pick, Casey. I, I'm going to piggyback off that. 27-13. We'll get one of the Duke's field goals in there to make it in. <laughs> He's going to say nine just to get the no, no, no. field goals. <laughs> I'm not, I, I am going to make another prediction, though. If Dan Mullen loses, he's gone at the end of this oh, year. They fire him. They and fire I, him at the end. There has already they, been rumblings. There, it's already I knew there. that. But if, if he doesn't beat Georgia, they lose. They're not going to beat Georgia. No. Sounds like my next dream job. 35-6, dogs. And I'm not saying they, they, they don't get two field goals. They miss the extra point. That's what I'm saying on this one. That's how they get six. They miss the extra point. So it's the lack of any field goal. You, yeah, you're not making nothing. <laughs> what was that final? I'm sorry. 35-6, dogs. I do think that Georgia – under Stetson Bennett, I just about said Grayson. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, that's on me. That's my bad. It's funny. That's gonna it's mess not. everybody up, though. I mean, I'm gonna be saying it for a month. I swear. <laughs> I mean, we're not we're not Big J journalists here. We just shoot the crap with each other. I don't have know, a check mark yet. Yeah, I can get that wrong. <laughs> that's exactly how they talk at the bar, and somebody'd say Grayson Bennett, and we'd all know who you meant, and we wouldn't correct. That's you. right. <laughs> just roll along with it. Yeah. Uh, Georgia does pull it out, 35 14. Next one, number 10. Hey, here you are, Flopwater. Number 10, somehow, number 10 at 7 o'clock Eastern. Old Miss traveling to Auburn, number 18, Auburn on that one. Duke, this one's got to be rough for you. It's two people that you absolutely hate. Bum Nicks and Joey Freshwater. Both picks, yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who do you go with on this? The referees. You know they're going to win. Yeah, you they know they're going to win. 15 grand a game, yeah, they win. At, at, uh, if, if Bo Nix can pick up the speed to make them start uh, flopping around again, right, and they do it again on national television, please tell me something gets done at more than just the expense of us. Hey. Um, I mean, I don't know who I- – I, I don't know. I'm probably not going to watch that game if I'm being too totally honest. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch the world's largest cocktail party just because that'll give me a reason to drink what? Natural lights. But <laughs> you know, um, the, the truck race will be on about that time. It gives you a reason oh, to watch. Yeah. <laughs> to I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, more a, daily light. <laughs> I am a NASCAR guy. I'm, I'm very open about being a NASCAR guy. NASCAR fantasy team name, Natural Light Makes My Dick Trickle. Just saying. That's my fantasy NASCAR team name. Um, I don't know what to say. Auburn wins. Auburn wins 42-35. How do you even play fantasy NASCAR? (laughs) I was going to say the same thing. (laughs) Hey. I'm in the top 1,000 in the world in fantasy NASCAR. And, you know, I take your word for it. I bet you right on that one. <laughs> hey, here. Uh, oh. Uh, uh, 
But the way the way you play fantasy NASCAR is you pick five drivers a week, and you can only use them ten times a year. So you can't use the same ones. And that's how they do it on, on NASCAR dot com. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Flopwater oh nine. Not time to throw the headset uh, yet. What what you got for the Auburn game? I'm going to throw the headset over here to my left and unfreeze frame our friend the Duke. <laughs> See if we can get him some internet going. I'm not froze. 38-27, the rebellion. Mm, 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 mm. You had to do it. You had to do it. Casey, who you got? I almost guarantee Ole Miss win this game, and I'll tell you why. Because Bo Nix is one of the most inconsistent quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. And the last game he played was pretty good. So I, I'm going to take Ole Miss. Uh, I think they win 45-28. to 28. Ah, 45 is right. 45-27 is right. I've been saying solid. that. Solid. I, I like how you arrived at that. That's solid logic for sure. No, he is. He is the most inconsistent no, quarterback I've ever seen. But he's got some Brett Favre in him. Uh, he's got a lot of shit in him, and I don't know what all of it is, but it, 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 he, he's wild. It's really inconsistent, and I have no idea what's going to happen. Unpredictable. As much as I hate to do it, I've got to go with Ole Miss as well, just because <laughs> – Matt Corral is going to win the Heisman this year. Uh, looks amazing. And I'm going to go 35-28. I just pick Auburn because I hate uh, Kiffin more than I do Bo Nix. That's why I did that. Oh, I hate Lane Kiffin. I'd love to drop kick him. That, I mean, that would be like my Christmas present. But I, I'm telling you all right now, I just I, I have zero faith. In in Bo Nicks. zero Bo picks Bo picks. I don't know why I get so much hate. I'm you know the last guy to <laughs> play this thing close since this new Hypel kid. So, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, the final game at the same time. I feel sorry for their uh, TV ratings. Is number twelve Kentucky. I still can't believe I'm saying that. Twelve Kentucky uh, traveling to Mississippi State, where they will have the. Air raid tested out on them. Who comes out of it, Casey? We'll start with you. Oh God! You know what? I like I like Ole Mississippi State coach uh, Mike Lee. I love that dude. I, he's he's one of the best Twitter followers in the world. He probably, Twitter follows. He is awesome. He's probably uh, got a pet possum. Yes, he's insane. He reminds me of a he reminds me of a drug dealer from college. But <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you, you. the same guy. <laughs> yeah, same dude. Uh, we got the same guy. We could have been hanging out a long time ago. <laughs> no, nah, uh, I, I I think Kentucky gets this one. Uh, I don't have a, a, a Will Rogers or whatever his name is, the quarterback down there. That's correct. Uh, I, I, uh, yeah, I don't I don't really have a lot of faith in them either. I like Leach, but it, again, that's kind of like Nick's where it's up and down. I don't trust Rogers. Him. Does a good job. He he completes fifty five passes a game. Yeah, of- but if you throw ninety, how good is that? I, I will take. I'll take. He caught uh, right on to it. Caught right uh, on. Yep. To it. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'll take Kentucky low scoring game. Uh, twenty twenty six to nine. Oh wow! I want the missed extra point as well. I'm gonna take a field goal and a missed extra point. Yeah. I love that idea. Yes, yeah, that's I, I, I always. That's how I always pick my game. Flop water. What do you got on this one? Uh, I am going to go 33 to 
27 Bulldogs. Oh. Let's try to mix some things up a little bit. I would bit. love Let's take it up. better. Oh, I'd crack Let's up. Let's it up a little bit. I've got another prediction. i got another prediction here. Kentucky's going to cause a safety this, this game. They're going, they're going to get a safety this game. That's, mm-hmm. This is a team to do it on. They're going to do it. Um, Kentucky's going to win. It's going to be not. It's going to be a very low scoring ball game. It's going to be. Twenty-seven to eight, and that's two field goals and a safety. No, wait, no, 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 no hold on, oh, wait, 29 to six. Excuse me, I made, I put it on the wrong side. Twenty-nine six. I'm gonna piss myself laughing. Mississippi State beat Kentucky. I'm just telling y'all right now. Um, I hope they do. So, I hope they do. My pick is Mississippi State, and it is, God. and it is. 48 to 28. Y'all are a bunch of homers. Come on, man. <laughs> They're going to do it. I mean, I hate Kentucky. I hate Kentucky. Kentucky like, is I mean, going I, down. I go to I, I go to Bristol races, and I hate Kyle Busch, but that son of a bitch <laughs> always wins, and I know he's going to win. Oh, I, I, was at, I was at the dirt track races this year at Bristol, and that and that dude, he was supposed to be there, and he showed up late or whatever. We left before he showed up because he got cold. But uh, that was my dad. He wanted to leave. But I hate Kyle Busch too. I, I really, I he's on my shit list. He's one of them. <laughs> yeah, I hate Kyle. We're on the same page there too. I also hate Kyle Busch. Oh. So the basket Vols start off. Mm-hmm. They are on eleven nine, uh, and they play. UTM. UT Martin, baby. Mm-hmm. Representing the West Side. And they are ranked as of now number 18. I like it. That's a sleeper rank. That's, that's a sleeper that's rank. That's fine with me. They don't have to be in the top 10. They make them earn their way up there. Speaking of uh, someone that doesn't have to earn their way up there, so Alabama beats Tennessee, and now they're at number three. You lose to an unranked team. You win the following week, and then you beat Tennessee late, and you still move but, up a spot. But but who lost in front of them? Did anybody lose in front of them? That's what happened, right? Somebody lost in the top three. Iowa. That's bam. They lost. That's what. That's I what think. it is. Yep. I don't care. They still should have stayed. Yeah, I, but I think these, these rankings are they they take too much into account. I, the wins and the losses, sometimes, I mean, you have a bad week or whatever. I think Alabama is probably one of the top three teams. I don't think Cincinnati is. No. no. Heck no. no. But I, they're, I they're love their, their schedule. I love looking at their schedule and going, why are they here? Yeah, I'd be all right if I played so ITT Tech every other yeah. day. I want them to make it so bad. It's like back in the day when everybody <laughs> wanted Boise State there. When everybody wanted Boise State there, I, I want that again. But the thing about, thing about Boise State is they beat Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. Cincinnati, Cincinnati ain't beating Georgia, ain't beating Alabama. They ain't beating Florida. They definitely ain't beating Kentucky. But, I mean, bottom line, they I guarantee Kentucky plays Cincinnati right now. Kentucky beats them. I'd, I'd almost I, – I think you're right. I really do. And I hate Kentucky like and you, I hate I, but Kentucky. I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. You guys – this one, I'm going to have to, to split this off and put it in as, oh. as a just a YouTube extra by itself. Just come look at our oh, picks. You don't have to watch the rest of the show. Just oh, come look at elevator? the picks. 
Oh, where's this elevator, elevator music yeah, coming from? Elevator. How did we get here? Oh, see, this right here the is... the top-breaking job again. <laughs> this is normally Going done up. in post-production, and now I'm I don't have... i USC next year. <laughs> I don't have to do this in post-production anymore. I can do it live. It's fantastic. Speaking of not doing it live, remember, if you know someone that's not watching this... <laughs> If you prefer podcasts, want to listen to it again, whatever. whatever. Podcast will drop on uh, everywhere that you get your podcast uh, this evening. So on the way to work tomorrow morning, whatever, drive a truck, listen to the whole thing. Listen to it a couple times. Help the rankings. Come on now. Refresh it. Refresh your memory. <laughs> we do thank everyone for joining us today. Special guest Casey Patrick, thank you for joining in. And, and uh, returning guest Joey Flopwater 2009. Getting closer and closer to Halloween, adding a little. Go ahead. I, say, I can't wait for Joe. I can't wait for Joey Flopwater, uh, nineteen eighty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to get us out on social media anywhere that you are. We are, and we are TN Fan Talk at all of those locations. For myself, Brandon Bird, and the Duke. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week where we don't get to talk about um, the Vols winning or losing. We get to talk about how healthy they are and who's going to be ready to play. And And more basketball. Yay! And some more basketball if we're getting closer. We should have brought more ketchup with our mustard this week. (laughs) Where's the great coupon? Guys, we thank you very much. See you next week. Thank you. Balls. B-O-L-S. I enjoyed that. Thank you. Uh, we, we... Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.